Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Thank you so much for being with me here today. And in today's episode, we are talking about where to focus your time and energy at all stages of hyper growth, six, seven, eight figures, and even on the pathway from eight to nine, which is the chart that we are coursing in the Unstoppable Entrepreneur right now. I also want to let you know that we have created an awesome PDF that goes with today's episode, and it really lays out in written form where to focus at each of these stages, six, seven, eight, and eight to nine. And so if you feel like having this as a visual tool to map out your focus in your business would be helpful, I'm going to tell you what the team put together for you. Let me see here. You can go ahead and text the word podcast to 610-426-1344. So again, if you want the written PDF that goes with today's episode, you can text the word podcast to 610-426-1344. This is only in the US and Canada, unfortunately. We're working on a a totally global solution, uh, but I'm sure all of you guys have a concierge somewhere in our community. So if you are unable to get it that way, we can probably get it to you another way. Just reach out to a member of my team. Okay. So again, we do have a written overview for you today. Hope you all will take advantage of that. And And before we dive into today's content, I want to let you know that we are asking and inviting you to share today's episode at any point in the show today. If you feel like, wow, this is really amazing content, I think other people could benefit from this, hit share, get this out in the feed. Let's let's help other entrepreneurs get clear on those phases of growth. Okay. So again, thank you all so much for being here. I also want to give a quick shout out and say, I really, really appreciate all of you guys who have recently reviewed the show. I think we have like 50 new reviews that that floated in just in the last couple of weeks here. Big, big thank you to you guys. That is so important for us to be able to really describe and clearly articulate why the show would be relevant for other entrepreneurs and how this could help them. So really appreciate those of you guys that have helped us get the word out. And that really makes a difference in the world. So thank you guys. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to go through each of the stages of growth. And I'm going to talk about the most important elements of where to focus your time as a CEO driving growth at this level. And whichever level you're at, there's a couple things that I think that you can get out of today's show. So number one is that your focus as an entrepreneur continues to layer and build as you go. So when you hear me talk about where to focus in six versus seven versus eight and beyond, you're never releasing those things that you are doing in those beginning stages You're simply layering on because you're building your team, your infrastructure, your systems, which allow you to expand the number of activities that you can do effectively and be able to yield results from them. Okay. So this is really interesting because I think no matter what stage you're at that I'm about to go through today, you will be able to identify which areas you're really implementing and executing well and which areas you may maybe need to circle back to. So you might be at seven figures or multiple seven figures already, and you might hear me talk about something in 
the six or seven figure category that you've really been missing. And chances are, if you put a little bit of focus and energy on that, you could see a really nice springboard very, very quickly in terms of additional revenue and really driving that hyper growth in the business. Okay. So again, pay attention to each category. There's something for everyone. And then I also want to say this, let's say you're an aspiring entrepreneur. Let's say you're a very early stage entrepreneur. I want you to stay all the way to the end because I want you to understand what you are building towards. I want you to hear about the kinds of things that I'm working on with the multiple seven-figure clients in the Legacy Leaders Program. I want you to hear about the things that I am personally working on with my team as we chart our course from eight to nine figures. So I really want you guys to be able to see that whole kind of phase of the rainbow and, and what that looks like at each stage. And I promise there is something for everyone here. I'm gonna give you guys that text opt-in one more time before we start because I know some people are visual. So you can text in the word podcast to 610-426-1344. Again, that's podcast to 610 426 one, three, four, four. Okay. Without further ado, let's get this party started. So when you're talking about zero to six figures, and this is a great reminder for those of you guys that maybe want to start a second business, maybe want to start a new program, a new product launch, you know, whatever the case, this can be really helpful for you. Your focus in those early stages is really going to be visibility, audience building, client acquisition. So write that down visibility, right? Audience building and client acquisition. When you are zero to six figures, 85% or more of your time and energy is really around what visibility is required and, and what actions behind the mic and in front of the camera are going to be necessary to really springboard the revenue of the company to be able to invest in the things that will allow you to begin the scale process. Okay. At this point, you are really looking also for what are your core strengths in the business and where do you need to hire help to allow you to fo focus on driving profit-producing activities in the business. So we know that as a new business owner in that zero to six-figure category, obviously you are going to find yourself doing many things that are not in alignment with the level of profitability per hour that you should be driving as the CEO to get the company to the next level. So in essence, and this continues at six figures, at seven figures, at eight figures, and even beyond, in essence, you're always going through this assessment of where your time is going and saying, which of these things don't belong? And you're looking for help. So in the beginning, a lot of times the first hire that you're going to make is going to be a VA. And then once you go into the, the six to seven figures category, that's when you're going to split into kind of the two legs of the business that I always talk about. You're going to go get help. That's typically going to be VA. It's going to be admin. It's going to be operations. It's going to be, you know, getting those tactical to do's off your plate. Then you get to six figures. You're going to split into the two legs, leg one, sales and marketing and leg to operations, admin, you know, service delivery and fulfillment. Okay. Second, you're going to move into the six to seven figure springboard, right? That's six to seven figure. So now you have a base of business. 
you have probably a good handful of one-to-one -one clients, okay? At this point, you're really, again, gonna be focused on client acquisition, but now you're really dialed into developing your one-to-many solution. And at this point, you're very, very focused, obviously, on the live launch and really refining your live launch so that you can acquire clients in volume, okay? So in that, you know, six multiple six springboard to seven, you are hiring your first two to five key players. You're hiring your first two to five key players. Now, remember, I always explain to you guys that when you look at building out the infrastructure of the company, you start by hiring help to get the tactical to-dos off of your plate, take your time back, right? And focus your energy and time on profit producing activities, phase one. Phase two, you are splitting into the two legs of the business that are ultimately going to split into the five legs of the business. The first two legs, sales and marketing is leg one. That's client visibility, client acquisition, audience building, people finding out and beginning to know, like, and trust you, building out your ecosystem, all of that. Leg two, service delivery, billing, operations, smooth running, really executing and implementing the programs that you have promised to deliver and people are paying you for. Okay. So at this stage in that six to seven figure range, this is where you're really looking for those first two to five lifers, those first two to five lifers. You guys know for me at this stage of the business, this is when I brought in Nicole and Stephanie. Stephanie went from being an intern doing marketing to now the vice president of sales and marketing in our company. Nicole went from doing, you know, admin operations as an intern to then moving into the operations manager, then promoting into a pod leader. Okay. So you find those first two to five lifers that are going to drive those two legs of the business exactly like Stephanie and Nicole did. And then you're going to split from there once you get to seven figures and beyond into the five categories. And the five categories sales, marketing, operations, service delivery, finance, and HR. And I always put finance and HR together. And, and legal, I bundle in that group as well, okay? So six to seven figures, you're getting your support infrastructure in place. You're getting your two lifers in place for the first two legs of the business. You're making your first two to five internal hires. You're going from hiring help to cultivating ownership. Very, very different, okay? So you're moving away from people that are plugging holes in the business and moving towards you really driving this mentality of this is someone who's taking pride in this area of the business. They are going to drive it with or without you. They see it as owning it and they're driving it forward and they are getting ready to begin to mentor others in those areas. Okay. So there's going to be a focus on duplication and multiplication of your client acquisition efforts. Again, here we are, we're refining the live launch. We're driving the 10 steps to booking your calendar with consoles. You're really focusing on making sure that you're getting a sale a day some way, somehow in your company. Okay. Now you get yourself to seven figures. What do you focus on at seven figures? Seven figures is all about people. It's all about people. It's about hiring people. It's about training people. It's about grooming people. 
and it's about promoting and elevating people. When you look at the seven to eight figures, you know, range, and I'm going to kind of break down, okay, I just made it to seven. What am I doing? And then now I'm really progressing into multiple seven. And how do I springboard from seven to eight? Okay. And I'm going to break that into two separate categories for you guys. You know, when you just make it to seven figures, you are looking for really defining those five categories, people that can sell for you, people that can market for you, people that can serve your clients for you, right? People that can lead people in your organization for you, people that can help you bring in new members to your organization. Okay, so literally when you when you see the worksheet, you're going to see seven figures and you're going to see it say people, 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 people. It's it's about people every step of the way. And it's people that can sell people that can market people that can serve people that can lead. Your whole focus at that point is how do you go from the company being about me to a company that is about we? This is where you're really, really establishing company culture company vision. You're really empowering others to elevate and and start leading work groups, leading initiatives, owning objectives within the organization. And your primary job as a CEO, once you get to the seven figure mark, is people. It's grooming them. It's retaining them. It's elevating them. It's perhaps exiting them when they're not the right fit and so on and so forth. But that seven figure mark, your systems that you put in place and your infrastructure that you put in place at that six high six figure level will tend to support you in that early seven figure stage. You will be okay until you get to about 2.53 million. Once you get to 2.53 million and you're like, okay, now I want to go from two to five to two to 10, excuse me, this is where everything's going to change again. Okay. So seven figures up to about 2.53 million people from every element that we just talked about. And then as you get to the $3 million mark and you're really pushing to go to 10, this is where everything changes. And you will literally reinvent and recreate every system, every policy, every element of service delivery, every element of how your team is managed and led, every process, every system, every tech tool, everything internally at this point will basically be wiped clean and redone. Because now what is happening is As you are at that 3 million mark and you're now scaling to 10, what you will find is that those systems that you created at high six figures that got you to seven are all going to break. And they break for good reason. The reason why they break is they are no longer appropriate or supportive of the volume of team that you're managing or the volume of clients that you're managing. And so thinking ahead and preparing for that and and really observing that that is where your focus will need to be. You know, for us, when we were going through this process, my vast majority of my energy and, and strategy and thought was really around the back end of the company, not the front end. And what I would say is really important for everyone listening to the show today is it's so important 
to really dial in your sales system starting at those low six figures and then to multiply, duplicate and scale, but dial in specific strategies that are working and just expand upon them. Because as you scale, you don't want to have to reinvent the wheel with everything that you're doing with sales at the same time that you're needing to put the vast majority of your time and energy and focus into the service delivery, into the client onboarding, the client offboarding, the client journey, the systems, the people management, the HR, the finance, even all of your insurance policies need to be redone. Every element of what is happening inside that company to go from the moment that you you know, begin to lead the team that you click on in the morning until you serve the clients throughout the day and then you wrap things up at the end of the day, everything behind the screen will need to be redesigned. So it is mission critical that you guys run your cycles of live launch. It's mission critical that you dial in your sales system with the 10 steps to booking your calendar with consoles, anyone that's inside UE, legacy builders, legacy leaders, you guys all know exactly what I'm talking about, but you need to dial in your system for generating consults each day and having the team be able to successfully close them without you in those earlier stages and put a very intense focus on that so that when you get to that point where you're, you're, you're scaling from multiple seven to eight, and where you really need your energy as the CEO is behind the scenes, you have to have a sales and marketing system that you can allow to be led and to be run so that you can put your energy on these very almost precarious, very, I, I would say, risky areas of the business where if not done the right way, there's massive legal and financial exposure and risk for the brand especially if you are not delivering on your promise because you begin to acquire clients in such high volume and are not prepared to properly serve them, okay? So really when you make it to that eight figure mark, this is where you are really focused on the redesign of all of your infrastructure, the redesign of all of your systems. Like I said, legal, finance, HR, all of those elements of the brand need to be redone revisited with a new lens, you will need to get outside counsel. You will need to hire legal to be auditing what is happening internally and externally with the company. And you need to make sure that you're working very, very closely with an HR partner to prevent risk by making mistakes in how you're leading, how you're managing, how you're making decisions internally. What I would say here at that eight figure mark is that you will really need to focus the vast majority of energy on the infrastructure and redesign of systems, technology, and processes, and then the elevation of people. And again, where a lot of people get stuck is the process of getting people ready to lead at the level that you need them to lead when you get to this level has to start a few years prior. And so what I would say to everyone listening to the show today is I don't care right now if you're at, you know, six figures and you're just hiring your first person, you already need to be thinking about who am I bringing into this organization and is this someone that I'm going to be able to cultivate ultimately to lead? Because it does take two to five years in most instances to get people ready to lead at a high level. 
And when you get to the point that the span of control is beyond managing five people, that's where inefficiencies come in. And if, if you look at where my time and energy is spent now, so much of what I'm focusing on and leading our organization is how do we minimize span of control? That is something I'm talking to our leaders about literally every single day. And when you get to that eight figure mark and then you begin to look at how do we go to nine, it's not just about having a winning team. That work needs to be done at six and multiple six and seven and and low seven. Now it's how do we have a winning leadership team? How do we have a winning leadership team? Because if you can't keep the span of control small enough, then the infrastructure will crumble and the inefficiency comes in. And then the clients aren't receiving the delivery that you promise, right? So now at this level, it's very much about leaders. It's about minimizing span of control. And then when you look to go from eight to nine, and I'll share with you guys kind of where my focus is this year and where my energy is going, you know, as a CEO, you know, at this point, you're you're operating at, at such a large scale that you are not only focused on minimizing span of control, but you're also focused on really converting the company to the budget-based business practices, budget-based leadership by those leaders of your team. And that is the transition, the exact transition that we're going through right now. We've been operating off of a budget as a company for many years, you know, before we even hit six figures, I was running this company off of a budget. But that budget has always been owned by me, right? And then goals have been delegated and metrics have been created and systems have been put in place. And the transition that we're going through right now that will take us from eight to nine figures over the next 24 months is really transitioning ownership of the budget to the leaders at multiple levels, at the VP, director, and mid-level management, so that the, the goals are being owned by the field because it gets to the point, once again, where span of control becomes too great to be able to, you know, I can't be on the phone with, you know, each accountability advisor and saying, hey, you know, did you get your referrals that you needed today? I can't be on the phone with each sales rep saying, hey, did you close your sale today? Right. That budget has to be owned at the the small group, you know, small group work process level, the the division level and, and the and the director level. So transitioning the budget and the budget ownership and the ownership of driving profitable growth on a daily basis from the CEO to the team, which is also setting the stage for transitioning into a completely self-led company. So when you think about it, at seven figures, you're beginning to elevate leadership. At multiple seven figures, you know, those leaders are really beginning to own their craft, own their division, own the objectives for how things are to be done in their span of control. But then when you get to the point that you're going now from seven to eight and eight to nine, now at this point, it's really getting the business to the point that it is fully and completely functioning without you. And that's not just people that are leading day to day from the, the standpoint of giving direction and feedback and coaching to others, but really having complete and total ownership of driving profitable growth. Because again, 
It's all about minimizing span of control. And in order to minimize the span of control enough to create efficiencies down to the individual level, even though for us now we have 51 members on the team, the only way that we can create efficiency down to the individual level where every person in the company is getting the level of coaching and support, guidance, direction, and accountability that they need is that 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 ownership of driving profitable growth is beginning to be managed at a much smaller fractional level versus at a company level. Okay. So eight to nine figures, budget-based growth transitioning to be led by the leaders. The, the CEO is still, of course, defining what the objectives are for the budget. The leaders are participating in the spread of the budget, the pacing of the budget, the ramp up period of the budget. They're getting immense education, coaching and development on how to lead their team with budget. And then they are taking that and integrating that into every element of how they are running their division, their work group, their their overall organization within the organization. So this is the point at which and this is why I always say, you know, we need entrepreneurs working in our entrepreneurial company because entrepreneurs are business owners within the business, right? And essentially anyone that you have in your organization that makes commission or makes any type of percentage of the profit as a part of their career plan is a part owner in the company. They are getting part of the revenue for everything that they are generating, whether that's based on budget or whether that is based on a percentage of the sales that they make, right? So this is where you see the rubber meets the road of why you're not hiring helpers, you're not hiring doers, you are elevating thinkers, you are elevating individuals that are business owners within the business that are running their division or work group as it as if it is a small business within the business. Okay. So that's number one. Um, internal promotions. So, you know, I always people always ask me what's on your whiteboard, right? Because I always share I, I work off the whiteboard. So when I look at my whiteboard right now, I have laid out on my whiteboard a, a block so on the left, I have the classes of individuals that we'll bring in because we have to build to 66 internal coaches this year in order to support the level of clientele at the $100 million mark that we're going to. And that doesn't even get us there. That gets us you know, probably about halfway. Um, but we have the classes for the coaches. We have the launch dates. We have the people plan. And there's a whole block on my whiteboard that says the promotions from within that we need to achieve this year. We're super, super proud and super excited. We are just able to promote both Shireen and Michael to pod leaders in our marketing division. So congrats to you guys. I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for you and many more promotions to come. But on my whiteboard, number one objective is promoting 13 more pod leaders on the AA division, uh, three pod directors, one sales director in the sales division of the company, three sales pod leaders and three marketing pod leaders. We just promoted two. So I got one of those, one of those goals is moving forward already. But those promotions from within is going to be absolutely essential. And you can't just look at, oh, what's the number of clients we need to bring in to get to this goal? At, the, at this point, 
your ability to drive revenue in the company and to continue that scale process 100% hinges on people. And this is why I created the Legacy Leaders Program. This is why I created the Legacy Builders Program, because this is the part that no one talks about. People think that if you just learn to generate clients and if you just learn to, you know, grow revenue, that now you have a business. And that's simply not true. You know, that is the beginning stage. That's why the Unstoppable Entrepreneur is so focused on live launch and on consultations and on the blitzes and the live inars and audience building and visibility strategies, because that is the first stage of hyper growth. Then from there, it's infrastructure and it's systems. Then from there, it's people. Then from there, it's people promotion and people leadership, right? And, and then from there, it's really driving the financial infrastructure of the organization and, and making sure that the technology, the systems, the work processes, and the people are able to be managed tightly enough and cleanly enough to be able to continue that process. Okay, so internal promotions, um, creating splits to minimize span of control. So like you'll see us, for example, um, towards the end of this year or maybe midway through the year, we will split the accountability division. It's all about minimizing span of control. The more that you can minimize span of control, you want to you're, you're constantly doing this. You're expanding span of control and then containing span of control minimizing and expanding, minimizing and expanding. And it's it's trying to keep each leader in that range of about five direct reports so that they can really own that leadership role of coaching, training, mentoring, holding accountable, you know, inspecting what they expect and then cultivating effective development. Okay. So if you want the PDF that reviews all of the elements of growth that we just talked about, you can text in the word podcast to 610-426-1344. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We'll see you back here next week, 9am Eastern for the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. Thanks everyone. If you're loving The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things for me? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their business online. And I would so appreciate and have so much gratitude to you if you could take that action for me. And subscribing is what gets you notified each time a new show gets released so you never miss a thing. Our listener reviews have helped us to climb into the top 15 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love your help to keep on climbing. Here's to our next 600 episodes together. We so appreciate you and look forward to thousands more.